We're grateful, Lord, for this place that you've given us, Lord. These offerings that were taken up, Lord, continue to bless all my brothers and sisters, Lord, in this ministry, Lord. The vision the pastor has started, Lord, that did not end, Father, and that continues on for generation generations. We're so grateful for everything that you do, Lord, and we ask that as this word was prepared, Lord, that we prepare our hearts, Father, for you, Father, and just and receive of you everything that we can in this. And we ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Y'all may be seated, brothers and sisters. God is good. Amen. What a beautiful uh, Thanksgiving we had. Um, God bless everyone who was able to uh, come and God bless those who are back, amen? Um, Good to have you back, and good to see that you made it back on the road safely. And those that are still making their way back, let's continue to pray for those that are still out of town uh, that are traveling back. Um, I'd like to welcome uh, Alexis and her mother. Angie, is it Angie? No. What is it? Margaret. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Margaret and uh, Alexis, uh, all the way from Odessa, Brother Joe's stomping grounds. Amen. Uh, we've, had a, uh, we've enjoyed having you here and feel welcome, feel at home. Also, uh, Philippe, uh, who I picked up yesterday, and it's been a couple of years since Philippe's been here, and good to see him, and, uh, and we got right back into our old ways. <laughs> So, uh, but it's good to see Philippe here and uh, what a blessing it is. And he wanted to be here sooner, but God got him here in the perfect time. Amen. Um, God bless the classes this morning. Dos bendiga los clases, hermanos. Dos bendiga los visitantes de Odessa, de los hermanos de Odessa. Y también a Philippe que lo está visitando. Marito, too. It's good to see Marito here uh, from Utah. Always, always good to see you, Marito. I know it brings a lot of joy to your mother and your family, too, so it's good to see you here. You've been a good son to your mom and taking care of her, and, and you can see that. Uh, so God bless you for that. Uh, what a beautiful opportunity we have, brothers and sisters. You think about this moment that we're in right now, just in, uh, as the word is being prepared and the focus that has to happen, it's... Uh, it's a lot of distractions start happening. A lot of things starts pulling our, our, our us to, to get away from what God had in store for us. But what a beautiful opportunity we have. Now, I'm always amazed by facts and statistics and information. And, and they say that a fighter pilot, when he's engaging in battle, that their heart rate slows down instead of speeds up. I always thought that was pretty amazing that people that are, uh, you know, in stress situations, they, they work differently. God has created man that way. God has created us that way. God has created his children that way. That as we're getting ready to hear the word, there's a lot of things that will start to come into our minds to distract us, to pull away from us. But God has something for you. That moment that you can just turn off those things and just focus on what God has in store for you is a moment of victory, a a moment that uh, God can answer some prayers that you've had. Muchas veces, hermanos, uh, llegamos aquí y el pensamiento nomás se va y comenzamos a pensar en muchas cosas. 
Como dice el pastor, si dejé el sartén prendido en la casa, uh, o si algo, uh, a ver, ¿qué vamos a comer hoy? ¿Qué vamos a hacer hoy? Ya estás pensando en eso. ¿Por qué? Porque hay una lucha contra el espíritu ahorita. Y nuestra mente a veces no trabaja con el espíritu. Trabaja más con la carne. Y lo sentimos muchas cosas, muchas cosas que quiere robar lo que tiene Dios para nosotros. Entonces tenemos una gran oportunidad a este momento. En este momento tenemos una gran oportunidad, hermanos. We have a great opportunity. This is the opportunity we can push away things. You ever found yourself, you're like, how did I get to thinking about that? What does that even got to do with where I'm at right now in this moment? And that's how your mind wanders. And that self-control and that controlling of oneself, it's powerful. It's powerful, and people search for that all their lives. And God can give us that peace right now to, in the prayer that we had. The title for t uh, today's message is uh, Unified Understanding. El título del mensaje este mañana, hermanos, es Entendimiento Unificado. There's something powerful about being united. You being Americans should appreciate that even more than anything as we stand united and we were founded in that. The freedoms that we have, the opportunities that we have are based off of some, a beautifulness of what you, uh, unity is. And I think that there's even something even more powerful when there's an understanding unity. There's a unity in understanding. There's something even more powerful when everyone's on the same page. There's something amazing. There's amazing things that can be done when that's the case. But that's not the case at all times. At times, uh, there's, there's divisions that aren't as obvious. There's cracks that cannot be seen. There's crevices that things are hidden in. And this is where God comes in. As he molds and he shapes and he prepares his church. But there is power in unity. Hay poder, hermanos, en ser, estando unidos, hermanos. Pero unidos, en, 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 como dice aquí, en entendimiento. Hay personas que son unidos y hacen mal. Pero qué, qué, grande, qué grande cosa es, hermanos, cuando estamos unidos en las cosas de Dios. Hay muchas divisiones en, en las cosas de Dios. Hay muchas opiniones en las cosas de Dios. Hay personas que están en iglesias y oyen la palabra de Dios, pero todavía quieren hacer lo que quieren hacer. Eso no es unidad en, en entendimiento. Es unidad en tu pensamiento, en tu querer. There's a reality to that. You know, we can't have, have a mindset thinking that we're perfect and that we live perfect and, and we do everything because we don't. This is the beauty of Christ. This is the beauty of the church, the, the, the shaping, the molding, and and how God prepares us and what God does in us daily. You know, God doesn't only do it at church. God does it out in the world, too, with trials and tribulations, with things that he shows us. Algo, hermanos, poderoso con como Dios forma la iglesia. No nomás es en la iglesia, en predicaciones, pero también es en la vida. Hoy es predicación, y si lo haces, no lo haces, viene cosas en el mundo para... Uh, how do you say straighten? Andar en heat or enderezar. Vienen cosas, hermanos. 
¿Soy nomás yo que me pasan? Ay, no oigo muchos amenes, o yo creo que nomás es yo. Ok. I accept it. No, viene para todos nosotros. Pero qué lindo es Dios, como un padre, como un madre que corrige a su hijo porque lo ama. Así es Dios con nosotros. It's beautiful. There's, there's a beauty to where you see correction. I love, I love seeing parents that correct their kids. Some parents are here like, I don't know if, he, I don't know if he's throwing that at me because I don't do it. No, no, I just, I love to see that. I love to see it. If you're around me, do it. Because I love to see it. You know why I love to see it? Because you're paying attention to something God gave you. And especially when you're bringing them to church, especially when you're bringing them into the things that are of God. There's power in that. Hay poder, hermanos, en la, en la corrección. Cuando lo miramos, cuando lo queremos en nuestras vidas. Pero a veces no lo queremos, ¿no? Tiene un punto en nuestras vidas cuando no queremos oír de personas que estoy haciendo mal yo. Tenemos, uh, necesitamos oír lo que hago bien, lo que hago bien, lo que hago bien. No queremos oír que los falta, que los falta. We're human. We want to hear what we do good. We don't want to hear what we do bad. Right? It gets even worse now. It's even amplified even more now that social media is here and you want to post things and you want people to say, oh, you're so good. Oh, you did so good. Oh, you look so good. Right? Oh, I, got, oh, I only got 15 likes on this one. Oh. What did I do the last time when I got so many? Oh, it's all here. It's just anxieties that get built up. second praise god there he is now i beseech you brethren by the name of our lord jesus christ that ye all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind about the dallas cowboys and about the texas longhorns and about what you eat and what you Oh, sorry. You kind of sometimes find that in different areas, right? No, it says to be of the same mind of judgment. The word. I don't want you to be divided in what the interpretations of how you take the word. Find the common ground that's there, that's good. That God guide you. We got more people pulling. We got, we, uh, again, you know, in, 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 in the church, it's just interesting, and you just see it all over. You, you have some that uh, go too far on one side. You have some that don't go far enough. You have some that uh, uh, want to be completely gui guided by God, but forget that they don't enter and they don't let people enter, like the Word of God says. We lose the sense of who Jesus was and what Jesus would have done. We live in a day and age where some of us have painted Jesus to be the one that would have thrown the stone. You think about it. Oh, I can't believe they're doing that. Oh. 
Hell, hell, they're, they're going straight to hell. We miss things, precious things, of the mercy and grace that God has. And the development, the introduction, the courtship. You know what courtship is? Some of you guys have forgotten that. Some of it is like, oh, does he like me? Did he, did he uh, send me a message back? There was something precious in the word of God when it talked about courtship, getting to know somebody. That's what God wants. That's the relationship he wants with you. God doesn't give you the rules before he introduces himself. He shows you the power of who he is, the love he has, the mercy he has, and then he shows himself. You can't see God before. You can't see God with all the rules before you see his heart and his denying of oneself. That's what you fall in love with. See, people introduce the rules before they introduce God. Uh Uh-oh. Nobody says amen to these, so maybe I'm the only one that used to do those things. Muchas veces, hermano, no estamos en el mismo sentir, no estamos introduciendo a Jesucristo en una manera, hermanos, que se puede aceptar, recibir. Enseñamos más las reglas que quién es Dios. Yo no digo que hay algo malo de las reglas, de los mandamientos. Pero los falta entendimiento en cómo presentar a Jesús. Why does the word of God say they don't enter and they don't let anybody else enter? Because the Pharisees were like that. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine seeing Jesus and being bitter because what he was doing? He's sitting with sinners and publicans. Ay, how can that be from God? But he came for what was broken. He came for what was needed, in need of something. Help us, God, to always recognize that need that we have of you so we can be in the same mind and in the same judgment. Hay poder en esto, hermano, estando en el mismo mental. Pero muchas veces no estamos en el mismo mental. ¿Por qué? Porque estamos peleando una lucha que es personal. How great would it be? It's like, hey, brothers and sisters, I want to talk about today's, I mean, this battle this week. What you're going to be going through is you're going to be going through lust, okay? So everyone here, you're going to be going through lust this week. So let's study about lust, right? No, no, no. Somebody is going through lust this week. And there's 50 other things that somebody else is going to go through. But the reality is, is that we have a God that covers all of our needs. And there's power in that. Don't you understand that there's power in that? That God knows already what's coming this week and to prepare you. He's brought word. He's brought interactions with people to guide you. Oh, my gosh. God is like, you can't even write a book about it. Now you actually could. They did. Can't make a movie. Well, they've tried to do those. They haven't come out so good. It's just, can you believe that, that God, that's how God works, that he is considering you this week? You're going to see it. I'm praying that God opened your eyes that this week you're going to see how God prepared people in your life this week for you. You can't even, how did that happen? There's those moments like, how in the world? I was over here and they were like Brother Renee, Bucky's? Gabby and Ornan at Bucky's? Was Zion there too? Oh, man, 
That was the cherry on top. You introduce him to the slurping machine, brother? The cherry one? <laughs> Again, we start to see how God works. Comenzamos a ver, hermanos, el poder de Dios, porque no sabemos que esta semana tiene un plan Dios para nosotros y puede ser en cosas personas que ni son personas de la iglesia puede ser personas humanas que Dios te trae para, para que puedas saber que Él está contigo momentos algo pasa ¿cómo podía pasar esto? pero comenzamos a ver que Dios está en control we start to see that God is in control some of us, it just, whew, we don't see it. We don't look for it. We don't get excited with it. And I get excited when I was like, was that, was that you, God? How could that have been anything else but you? But some of us were too in ourselves that we miss who God is and what God does. Some of you have got a plan for this week already, don't you? Scheduled. It's already on your calendar. Oh, reminders are popping up already. God has a bigger plan. It's a different realm plan. And I think there's power in that. Psalms 133.1. Salmo 133.1, hermanos. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And we get excited with that. The church is, amen, let's sing, let's dance. But man, can you imagine in unity in the word? What edifies you, what's strong? Could you imagine? Imagine that we're all in a battle right now. You know, Margie has the big guns. Sister Donna has the, the launchers. Sister Imelda's on the tanks. And we're all here, and we're hearing about what we need to do. And we're like, look, the, the enemy's coming over here from the south side right here. What we're going to do is we're going to go to the west, and we're going to take a pattern. And everybody is listening, and then everybody goes out there, and everybody goes north. And only a few go south and uh, west to the south, and they die. This is how critical it is to be unified in the word. Because we're battling something as a church that it requires us to be unified. It requires us, if we don't understand, hey, brother, I, don't, I didn't understand what you said in the word. Can you explain that a little bit more? Because I feel like I'm going north. When the word of God said to go west-south. But we won't, right? We'll secretly go north because God has revealed that to us. And we look around and nobody's here. So there's power. And being unified in the word. Oh, oh my, you, can, oh, oh, you don't understand what that power can bring. But God will reveal it to us. I poder, hermanos. I poder, I poder, I poder. El unidad es algo bien poderoso, hermanos. Es como peleando un guerra y, y ganando los, los, how do you say, commands, the órdenes del de jerenad que te está diciendo vamos a hacer esto, vamos a hacer eso y van para afuera y nadie hace nada hacen el, el, el how do you say opposite el contrario 
¿Y qué pasa? Perdemos la batalla. Y a veces estamos perdiendo la batalla, hermanos, porque oímos la palabra de Dios, sabemos que lo que debemos hacer y no lo hacemos. No lo hacemos porque tenemos sentimientos, no lo hacemos porque creímos que yo oigo la voz de Dios. Yo creo. Y de creer, ¿no? Ya lo tenemos en la palabra de Dios, pero no tenemos creencias. Oh man, for us to have, I believe. Well, I believe. If, you ever, if you're talking to somebody and you hear somebody say, I believe. Just pause for a second. Because when they say the word of God says, you know, Jesus didn't even reply back to the devil saying, well, I believe. He says, well, it does say, it says in the word of God also, you should not tempt. God. So we got to get off of these little opinions and these thoughts that we have, and we got to get back to what can unify us in the Word. Because it is beautiful when there's a people that's unified. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I, trust me, it's hard. It's hard. It's stuff that you have to start slowly letting go, and the more you let go, See, that's the thing. I think we have abandonment issues here in the church. You see, some of us, we think that God's going to pull so much from us that we're going to be void. But we don't understand that he pulls stuff from us so we have a space to fill. You believe that? He's the God of makeovers? He's the God of new things? But he's got to start with space. Muchas veces, hermano, estamos pensando, ay, Dios siempre me está quitando cosas. Dios me quitas, me quitas, me quitas. Pues sí. Necesitas espacio para poner nuevas cosas. Grandes cosas. Cosas que no sabías que necesitabas. Pero ahí estamos con las viejas cosas, los hoarders mexicanos aquí. ¿Eh? ¿Cuántos? Oh, one day I might use it. Uh, I don't even think they sell those cartridges anymore. <laughs> I won't say uh, all the people that pointed at people here, okay? But you made me laugh. Get rid of it. Throw it away. There's a beautiful passage in the Bible that says they don't prepare their storehouses. How can they ever receive blessings from God if they're not preparing it? You pray for all these things, but you don't build something to maintain it, to hold it. There's something powerful about how God works in us. But there's something powerful in unity. If we turn to Acts 2.1, si voltamos, hermanos, para Hechos 2.1, comenzamos a leer un ejemplo aquí de estando en unidad. And when the day of the Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Listen to that. So they were all unified in one place. And let's see what happens when this happens, right? Verse 2. And suddenly there came a sound from the heaven as of rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Now, brothers and sisters, this is powerful, and there's a lot of people that they'll grab into this, and they're like, oh, this is when I'm in the spirit. Look at me. Look at me. 
that I'm leaving without accepting at times what was there at that place. I'm leaving the same. Can't be the same. We can't confuse what the flesh wants to feel to what's reality from heaven. They were in one accord, in one place. Es que no siento que Dios está ahí. They were in one accord, in one place. Oh, yo no siento que Dios está moviendo en mi vida. They were in one accord, in one place. Oh, I don't feel like God's there. I don't feel like God's moving in that place. In one accord. Have we gotten of the same mindset? Is that why we're not feeling that God's moving? Because we're still like, ah. I know the word of God says. I know it says this. Ah, yo sé que la palabra de Dios dice eso, pero yo, yo voy a seguir en el desierto. Ah, no, no decimos eso. Nobody ever says that, right? I'll keep on walking for 40 years. What's 40 years? 40 years to get in the promised land? Oh, I could do 40 years. Oh, I could do 40 years in my sleep. Can you imagine that, that how people used to travel back in the day? You know, we just, we celebrated, you know, Thanksgiving and stuff like that. The voyages that used to come across the ocean. The efforts that were taken. And could you imagine, like, if uh, they come to you and they say, hey, Joe, you know, we, we, want, we gave you a trip to Spain, but you're going to go in this old Christopher Columbus boat. It's a wooden boat. There could be a chance that you don't survive. It could break in the ocean. There could be storms. There could be navigation problems that you end up not in Spain. You end up at the tip of South Africa. Not understanding how to navigate during those times. Or in door number two, you can fly over there and be there in eight hours. Hmm. That's a difficult question there. And you're guaranteed to get there. But we choose sometimes the thing that makes no sense in our life. Why? Because of our feelings, our distractions, our emotions. Our lack of understanding. Even though the word of God is clear. If one can deny oneself, if one can, just try it. Could you imagine just trying it? And you start to see God doing things in your family, in your kids. Get excited and build. Keep on building to it. Some of us can't even get to the stadium, not even to get to first base. And we keep on reading here, verse 3. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And there's another one. There's a church, right? We get excited. Ooh, now it's going to get good. But we got to keep on reading here because the word of God is clear in verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. Now, this is where it gets a little confusing for people because look what. It says, as the Spirit gave them utterance, verse 5, and there dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews devout men out of every nation under heaven, verse 6. Now when this was noise abroad, the multitude came together. So the people that were there were thinking like, oh, this is new. We have an experience being filled with the Spirit. This is what God talked about. I'm going to go and I'm going to send my Spirit. This is what the Spirit is. They couldn't understand the languages, so they're like, whoa, what's... They didn't know it was like what Paul talks about in Corinthians. 
But that noise started going outside of the room that they were in, and people started hearing. And, were, and, and now when the noise was abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak. What? There were angels outside of the thing? No, there was other countries. It was a sign for them that something got united inside and the people that were outside were like, what's going on in there? I'm not even in my country here and I'm hearing my language of Portuguese. I'm not in Portugal right now. How are they speaking Portuguese here? There's something powerful about what God was showing here, one accord, one place. And an example of a language that's of other languages that were the people that were there. Verse 7. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galatians? Verse 8. And how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? Could you imagine that? What God was doing in this. See, see, we mistaken, we mistaken even what speaking in tongues is at times. To what God was doing at this moment right here. See, we mistaken, you know, speaking in tongues as something tremendously you know, watch me. But we don't realize that this speaking in tongues right here, it was God saying, I want you to hear Paul, uh, Peter's message that he's going to get to in Acts 2.38. Well, he's going to prick some hearts because Jesus, the message of Jesus being crucified. And all these people started hearing their language and they started drawing closer to where God wanted them to. This unity, this one accord, this intent of being in a place caused people that hadn't, maybe would have never have known God. They would have just went on their way to find out who God was and to hear the message of salvation that Peter brought. In Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. And you shall what? Receive the gift? Well, the gift just came with one accord. Unity. Do you imagine if you just... We go home, we hear something, we're like, I want to apply it, I want to apply it, I want to apply it. I heard it today. I, it, I felt like it bothered me. I want to apply it. I want to apply it because I want God to do something. I want God to, I've been praying to God, God, bring my family. I've been praying to God, God, bring these coworkers. God, bring this, bring this. But I haven't been in one accord. So how do they know? I've been praying, isn't that enough? I pray all the time. I got blisters on my knees. But they got in one accord. And the people outside of the room 
we're drawn in. Ooh, there's power about there's power of being in the core. Esta historia, hermanos, habla de un momento que estaban todos congregados. Es cuando Dios y Jesús iba a trabajar con la iglesia en el libro de Hechos y comenzaron a uh, estar en el mismo sentir unidos y cayó el Espíritu de Dios. Pero no cayó en un momento que nomás le agradaba a ellos. Qué bonito es sentir a Dios, hermano. Yo no digo que es algo más de hablar en lenguas y que yo esto y que yo esto. Pero yo digo una cosa. Y dice Pablo, ¿qué ganaría si hablaba todas las lenguas? Lenguas de ángeles. Y no tenía caridad. There's something there. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. But listen to this. Oye esto, hermanos. Hablaron diferentes, dice, idiomas. Y personas que no estaban en el cuarto, que estaban oyendo, eran mexicanos porque estaban chismeando, poniendo oreja. Los judíos de mexicanos son bien similares, hermanos. Por eso Dios ama a los mexicanos. Los latinos. Perdóname para nos. Todos los latinos. Y oyeron y dijeron, ¿qué es esto? Están hablando de Chiapas, de Odessa. ¡Órale! Están hablando y yo siento que estoy en mi país. Y son judíos. ¿Por qué? Porque necesitaban oír. oír de la salvación, el arrepentimiento. Y muchas veces estamos orando y estamos, yo estoy pidiendo, pidiendo, pero no estamos unidos en la palabra de Dios, no estamos unidos. Nos levantamos, hermanos, pidimos, que, que, quiero pedir oración de la iglesia, si, puedo, si todos se pueden unir. ¡Ah! Pero no estamos unidos con la iglesia. Think about it. How can that make sense? There's a problem there, Houston. We got a problem. There's something that's seen here. So, so think about it. So say, okay, God, okay, God. I, 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 I want to try what this crazy, bald, overweight guy is saying up on stage. Because I've tried everything. And some with no results. Muchas veces, hermanos, necesitamos a pensar diferente. I've said this before. What's the defi definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That's what a crazy person does, so you know. That's the definition. Look it up. Try something different. There's not a door on that wall right there where you're going through. Help us, God, to see these things. I'd like for us to turn to Genesis 11.1. 1. Let's, 
Podemos voltar, hermanos, para Génesis 11.1. Now, so we can have a little bit of context to where we're at here in Genesis. We heard the story of Noah from Brother Lorenzo. Lorenzo was talking about Noah, and there, it was a tremendous story, and we, and we know the act that probably devastated God as much as he understood he had to hit the reset button on humanity. But now we're, we're, we're a few chapters away from that. Now people have started growing. And now we get to these people here, and they've all come together, and they're like, hey, you got to remember one thing. The Lord destroy, destroyed all of the earth with the flood, right? And you're, in, and you're in Genesis 9, and he's telling Noah what to do now, now that you're, you've hit ground. And now we come to 11, and we start to read here, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. Verse 2. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of, is it Shinar? And they dwelt there. And they said one to another, go to let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had a brick for stone and slime they had for mortar. Verse 4. And they said, go to let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name. Lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. So brothers and sisters, this is the Tower of Babylon we're going to speak of here, right? So look at this. Look at this. These people were speaking one language. And they're at the same place. And all right now, it looks normal. It looks like, hey, okay. Even building a tower at one time, that was normal. This is what God wanted to do in Jerusalem. And, and, and they would build these monuments with the intent that God would have a place to show up. All seems normal. Check, check, check. Looks good to me. But what we missed in Genesis 9, that the Lord told Noah, don't go to one place. Go all over the place. And see, a lot of these people, they heard what happened in the flood, and they said, whoa, we got to get a place for God because build a city and be fortified, be Let's make it a little tall just in case the water comes. We're above the water. Maybe we'll start building rockets to Mars in case something happens to Earth. But we got to remember, God created this place for us. If we live in fear with it, then we don't receive his gift fully. So God sees this, right? And then we see here in verse 5, let's keep on reading. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. So he came down. See, and it's interesting because he, he came down. So he wanted to see what they did. He didn't destroy it and then came down. He came down to see what they had done, verse 6. And the Lord said, Behold. The people is one. That's the first thing the Lord said. He doesn't say, look what these heathen did. We destroyed the earth. 
didn't they learn anything from Noah? Even though they were being disobedient, he said, the first thing he says is what? These people are, are one. Look what they're doing. They're formulating stone, creating mortar to start building things. This wasn't normal in that time. And he's seeing something here. We keep on reading here, and it says, And they have all one language, and this they begin to do. They were doing something great, even though it was disobedient. God sees it, and he goes, uh-oh. They're all in one accord, pretty much, but being disobedient in one accord. So there's an opposite thing that we're looking at here. There's being in one accord with the things of God, and there's being in one accord with oneself. And when that starts to multiply, yeah, things happen also. But we see here, we keep on reading, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them. God can see that these people had one language, they were in one accord, but they were going after their own heart. And they said, let's build a city that we have a name so people will know who we are. Everything opposite what Genesis 9 was. And he told Noah what to do. Multiply. But yet, he sees this and he says, which they have imagined to do. So, and nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Verse 7. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So they were all speaking the same language. Why? Because they came off the same boat. Remember, started growing. And even though the Lord commanded Noah, they started going their own way. So God says, you know what? Let's divide them. And the way we can divide them is change their method of communicating. So he confused them with language because they were all speaking the same language. And so the Lord does this. Verse 8. <clears throat> Did I have verse 8? I'm sorry. I think I might have just had verse 7. <clears throat> so this mindset of changing someone's language. Hermanos, hay algo bien importante en este mensaje. ¿Por qué? Porque estoy hablando en español. A veces no me entienden. Sorio. ¿Por qué? Porque no es mi primera lenguaje. Pero cuando lo hablo bien, entienden. A veces vienen y me dicen, Brother Gabe, en inglés, no, no le dicen, Brother, hermano, lo entendí bien hoy. Ay, qué bueno. Entendí algo que, te, me estaba, que estabas explicando, qué bueno. En este tiempo aquí, todo el mundo estaba hablando. La misma lengua. 
Pero comenzaron de hacer la misma cosa que antes de Noé. Creían que iban a hacer bien en hacer esto. Pero no estaban obedeciendo lo que Dios dijo a Noé. ¿Por qué te quedas en un ciudad? Cubre todo el mundo. So, could you imagine how quickly the earth would have been if they would have all in the same language just follow the orders of Noah? Hey guys, I know you understand me. I'm going over here to Texas. I hear it's beautiful in Texas, the hill country. Okay, you go there. I'm going to go to Argentina. Perfect. Write me, because I'll understand you. No. They all united for one purpose, which was their purpose. Something powerful in that. If we could turn to Zephaniah 3.9, si podemos votar, hermanos, para... Si podemos votar para Zephaniah 3.9. For then will I turn to the people a pure language that they may all call upon the name of the Lord to serve him with one consent. Now, brothers and sisters, if there's anything that you take from me today, anything, I know it could be very little. It's okay. I get all excited when I'm done. But if it's anything that you can take, read this chapter. Just read this chapter. Just read this chapter. And when you read it, see if it compares to anything that's going on currently that you've seen the last couple of years. Read this chapter. I read this chapter and I couldn't believe. There's a term that he uses, desolate cities. Cities that are void. People aren't in the streets anymore because of their rebellion. Signs that This is a prophecy here that he's referring to here in this. But the Lord, for those that want to get in accordance with him, will give them one language, one understanding. If you're not understanding it, these are the moments that we want to be real and say, brother, I might be missing it. Brother, can we talk about this? Brother, can you help me understand this? It's not the time of saying nothing. Because we want God to move. Queremos que Dios se mueva, hermanos, en nuestras vidas. Pero muchas veces no estamos preguntando. No entendí eso. ¿Y qué pasa? Todo se está moviendo en un lugar. Y nosotros a veces... Los quedamos o movemos en diferente lugar. This was a couple of chapters after Noah. You would have thought it was a great event. Of course, we read Moses and you would have thought that was a great event too. There's something about humanity that just makes you scratch your head, doesn't it? Like thinking like, when are we going to figure this out? When is rebellion going to not be a factor of God's mercy? When we were going to just live in the mercy and just receive it, but rebellion comes and God's wrath comes. 
And then God's mercy comes. Uh, Philippians 2, 3 reads here. Filipenses, hermanos, 2, 3, dice. Nada hagáis por contienda o por vanagloria. Antes bien en humildad, estimados, infieriosos, infieriores, los unos a los otros. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem one better than themselves. Are we doing this? Estamos haciendo esto, hermanos. No. Pero creemos que estamos en la gloria. Y se cayó el Espíritu. Se cayó el Espíritu. ¿Cómo se puede caer, hermanos, si notamos de un mente, un unidad? Si no lo estamos haciendo. Si lo estás haciendo, sí se puede caer. Pero que no sea un Espíritu que no es de Dios. Porque caen otros espíritus también. Habla la Biblia de otros espíritus de confusión. Y... How can we, if we're not doing these things, think that the Spirit's going to fall on us if we're not in the court, if we're not following what the Word of God is saying with each other? How beautiful it is if, if there is an intent, if there's not a stepping ladder, I step on you to get a little higher. How beautiful is that? Qué bonito es, hermanos, que si estamos pensando más de otros que en nuestra misma vida. Qué bonito es eso, ¿no? Sí, algo bien poderoso. No es que nada va a pasar en tu vida porque alguien otro está pensando en tu vida. Dios está poniendo en los corazones de otros. Pero pensamos eso. Si yo no hago algo para mí mismo, ¿qué no va a hacer? If I don't love myself, Who's going to love me? No, that's not what God's asking. That's not what God's calling for. God is calling for us to consider others more than ourselves. How many of us could really use that? How many of us are locked in for ourselves this week already? Some of us are in the message right now. We don't want to even hear it like, oh, it's all about me, me, me. It's not about you, you, you. That's not here in church, though. Because if it's all about you, it can never be about him. And he shows up when we make it on others. His presence shows up. Because we fulfill him, his love for us. Man, there's power in this. God, there's power in this. This selfish spirit that sometimes enters the church, there's power in considering others. But more, there's power in being in one accord. Hay poder en esto, hermanos. Muchas veces siempre estamos pensando en lo que necesitamos nosotros. Es común. Es común, hermanos. That's why I tell you, you know, some of you parents, some of you young people that haven't had kids yet, you have a great responsibility. And some of you parents might have not have taught your kids so well in just being grateful and being thankful. I'm talking now to you kids then. 
if you didn't have good teachers in this, ah, the parents are all, eh, I don't care. Teach your kids to be grateful. To appreciate things. To say thank you always. Always. Say thank you. Say thank you. Say thank you. Well, thank you. Not, it's their job. They're supposed to fill up my tea. Okay. How can you expect God to show up in a place that's not grateful? How do you expect God to show up in a place that's not obedient? We have a great responsibility. Help us, God, in these things. Amen. Rom- Romans 12, 16. Romanos 12, 16, hermanos. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Now, brothers and sisters, listen to this. Now, this is the intent of what? what, what oh, you know, hey, hey, that guy's... That guy has something for me. If I come over here, this is better for my family. Again, this becomes a mindset. You don't want to hear this, right? Because, again, it contradicts everything that life teaches you about success. Surround yourself with successful people. Surround yourself with successful people in the things of the Lord. And sometimes they're going to be people that are humble, that understand that it all came from God. Not the ones that bit, scratched, and pulled to get where they needed to get to and cheated and robbed. Don't look into those. Because God has a plan for that. But that moment that you search, like, that's what I want. I want that peace that that person has. Why in the world would you not? Hey, can we talk? We've never talked before here in church. And start to know. ¿Por qué tenemos tanto orgullo, hermanos? Que, que no estamos yendo. Ah, que gana puedo ganar aquí. Que gana. ¿Dónde puedo ganar aquí? En este, en este vida, pero no estamos viendo en, con lentes espirituales. Esa persona tiene un buen espíritu. Me quiero acercar para aprender. Why? Why is it? That's boring, isn't it? I want the action. But that's where God shows up in those moments. Oh, there's power in this. Oh, man, I like it when it gets quiet because, you know, sometimes I'm thinking that it's processing, right? Because like when a motor gets, sometimes a motor will get loud, but sometimes it will get quiet because it's working. I just don't want to see smoke. And we got a problem, Houston. But there's power in obedience and unity. Are we willing to do it? Are we willing to see this power, to experience this power? Qué bonito es, hermanos, estar unidos. Unidos, hermanos, pero en la palabra de Dios. No de un sentir, de un creencia que ni saben dónde vino esa creencia. 
Qué feo es eso, ¿no? ¿Por qué crees así? Ah, es porque mi padre creía así, mi madre, el padre de él. Es en esta vida hay personas que te responden así. Yo soy católico porque soy católico. No saben por qué son. Pero son. Hasta las cachas. Pero qué bonito es cuando te explican. Es porque la palabra de Dios me convenció de algo grande que este mundo, que hombre no me podía explicar. No más Dios me podía revelar esto. There's something powerful and mysterious about the word of God that when it gives you mysteries that man can't give you. You just read it and you're like, oh. Sometimes you have the Adam and Eve moment, right? You're like, oh, I'm naked. And then you keep on reading and you're like, oh, he's going to clothe me. Oh, cool. There's something powerful about brokenness. If you're broken, there's something powerful about brokenness. Well, what can be powerful? That's weak. There's something powerful when you recognize. We've all got something that's been broken in our lives. We've all gone through something that's caused damage in our lives. We all have. All of us here have. Believe it or not, all of us have. You can say, well, not me. It's been perfect. No, no, you've got something. For you thinking this perfect, you've got something. Have God meet you there. Hay algo bien poderoso, hermanos, de alguien que está quebrado. ¿Cómo puedes decir eso, Gabriel? No, eso es debilidad. Right. Hay algo bien especial. De alguien que está quebrado. Hay ejemplos que dicen, no tengo nada, pero ya ha pegado el bajo bajo. Ya ha probado todo. Hay algo bien poderoso. Pero es poderoso cuando reconocemos que necesitamos Dios en esa parte. When we recognize that in our brokenness is where God works the best. So you got to take away all these little layers, right? This onion. You got to stop being an onion. Because we're like, hey, we don't want God to complete. It's like I talk about, you know, it's like hermanas, I say, ah. that open their house door and they go, hola, hermano, como estas? La casa, la casa. Está bueno ahorita. That's the way we are with God, all of us. Oh, hey, Jesus. How you doing? Uh, can you give me one second? And, we, and he, we open the door. Oh, come on in. Yeah, no, no. Sorry about that. I'm sorry it took an hour and a half. Are you okay out there? <laughs> it's kind of odd, I know. And then when Jesus says, oh, hey, how you been doing? Yeah. And then he goes straight to where you stuffed everything. Opens it up. <laughs> And then he gets past all that, and then he sees that little box that's up there in the corner. And he goes, oh, okay. And you forgot about that box. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then he opens it, and that's where the brokenness is at. And we all have it. And he gets right to it. 
And that's our Jesus. We all have experienced that moment where people can't, I mean, you would pay thousands of dollars to a psychiatrist that can't even get to the, and Jesus gets to it. All because we didn't grab him and stop him when he went straight for the first door. And it's hard. It's hard. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing when Jesus sees the mess. But it's so rewarding to know that he's going to take it. There's something precious that just when you see him, there's something where you're like, I never thought you would knock on my door because of the mess. I never thought you were going to knock on my door because of who I was. There's something powerful in his love. Hay algo poderoso, hermanos. A veces estamos creyendo que Dios suena la puerta de nuestras casas y a veces decimos, ay, dame un momento, por favor, Jesús. Y se pasa una hora media y venimos para atrás. Oh, entrale, Jesús, ¿cómo estás? Ok, eso no era normal. Pero Él entra, cuando Él entra, no, te, no lo vas a decir dónde se va a sentar. Él va al cuarto donde estaba todo el murero, donde ponemos todo. Y no le importa que todo se caiga afuera, porque mira en caja donde comenzó todo. Y estás ahí, se me olvidó de eso, que pasó eso hace años. Cuando me ofendí, cuando alguien me dañó, cuando esto, cuando esto. And he gets to it. And he says, hey, this ain't you no more. Esto no es, no eres tú, ya. ¿Por qué lo tienes aquí? How crazy is that? They pull cancer out of me and I keep it with me. And that's what we do. As believers, we hold on to stuff that God's removed. How crazy is that? What gain does it have to be with us? Nothing. The devil wants to use it to remind you. God wants you to use it to be grateful and to push forward. If we can all stand up, brothers and sisters. Si nos podemos parar, hermanos. Ese versículo aquí, hermanos, me tocó esta mañana cuando lo leí, hermanos. Pensé que era una letra del pastor. Un deseo que tenía para todos de nosotros. Me gustó tanto, así que lo sentí que, que Pablo lo escribió aquí a los Filipenses 1.27. Dice aquí, 
Solamente que convences como es digno de evangelio de Cristo. Para que o sea que vaya a veros. ¿a ¿Cómo? ¿A veros? O, o que es, esté a, ausente. Oiga de vosotros que estáis firmes en un mismo espíritu. ¿Cómo? Uni, una, unánimes. Combatiendo juntamente por la fe del Evangelio. Only let your conversations be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Everything that I live for, live it. And I heard that and I was like, yeah, that's great. That's what I want. Leí esto, hermanos, en sentir pastor hablando a la iglesia como Pablo hablaba. Quería oír que estamos en el mismo sentir espíritu. Peleando la buena batalla. There's power, brothers and sisters, in the desire to be connected. But some of us have our own intentions. We got to get rid of those things. We got to understand that God's mercy, God's grace, the love that he has for, you, for us, it's got to overtake what our desires are. Or we start to build something in our backyard thinking we're pleasing God and what pleases God is the unity of our faith and the obedience of his word why don't we all pass up here and pray and ask the group to pass on up I'd like for our prayer for our prayer to be on unity brothers and sisters Brother Lorenzo and I were talking about that uh, we'd like to start looking at uh, starting up some classes during the week uh, just on different topics that are in accordance of the church, of our beliefs, also just things that need to be discussed as simple as uh, understanding more about bitterness, about lust, about whatever it is that we could be struggling but getting more in depth in these things. Because there's sometimes that we're here and we're not understanding. We're not speaking the language yet. We don't speak the Espanol too well, like me. And so we need classes. For some of us that don't understand, you know, uh, it could be traditions. I always remember my dad saying this. He said one thing that it just stuck with me. He goes, people can let go of alcohol easy. Marijuana, easy. But traditions, ay Dios, no me quitas el egg or el broom or anything else. It's crazy. Think about it. Think about how crazy that is. Some great things have been pulled from you 
but our heart still wants to build a tower. But we're here this morning with one mind saying, God, look, look, God, look. I'm not here to say what's right and wrong in my life right now. I'm just here to say, I want to be united to you, Jesus. And if I want to be united to you, that's a simple step right there, right? You're like over, I'm not asking you to be baptized in in any kind of belief here or anything like this. I'm not asking for you to accept anything. I'm asking you right now just to have a conversation with Jesus. That's pretty simple saying, if I am not united to you, because there's power in that. Can you imagine that? Because see, 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 you guys missed that. Because see, I'm even asking that of him. So if you guys are over here thinking I'm wrong, I'm asking God to show me. How is that right if you're not asking that? It's, cra- it's crazy. Isn't that crazy? No. You do it. Okay. I'll do it and I'll get closer to God. Why? Because that moment that Solomon said, God told him, what do you want? What do you want? I'll give you anything you want. I'll give you all the riches. You'll have everything. Give me wisdom to manage your people. Your great people. Those moments that we can desire something that's not convicting you of anything or changing or robbing you of anything. But maybe it's the time that God wants to direct you to something. Because religion becomes a wall sometimes. And we want to be in the room where we start to hear the good news. What is that that they're saying? They're speaking in my language. Let me go see. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. Father, we're here right now. The word of God says we're two or three are gathered, Father. Your presence is here right now, Lord. I'm asking that hearts, Lord, that need healing, Father. Restoration, Lord, love, Jesus. Hearts that are confused, Lord, to just, they've been avoiding the door, Lord. They've been seeing you walk up. And they don't want to even go to the door. They act like nobody's home. Turn off the lights. He'll go. He'll go away. Right now, Lord, we're opening our doors, Lord. And we're asking you to go to the place that needs your help. If it's abandonment from growing up as a child and not having the love that you needed, Lord, and if it's, if it's not recognizing that you have replaced those things, Jesus, your love has replaced anything that this world could have offered then I ask that you introduce that love today, Lord. If it's not understanding, why did these things happen to me in my life? Why did I go through this? How could I have gone through this? That we understand, Lord, it wasn't you. It was this world distant from you that caused these things. Reveal to us, Lord, this one accord, Lord, this unity, Jesus, to believe in you more, Father. To receive of you more, Jesus. I ask, Lord, that your power, Lord, your understanding overtake anything, Lord, that could be religious, anything that could be my opinion, Jesus. Anything, Father. 
I ask, Lord, that right now, Lord, that as I mentioned, Lord, that this week you reveal yourself to us, Lord, in the ways that you know how to, Jesus. There's power, Lord, in how you do things and your love for us, Jesus. I ask that you bless the families that are here that have intent, Lord, to get closer to you, Jesus. We understand that it takes time, Lord Jesus. It takes time, but when, when, when our decision is to be in one accord, when our decision is to receive and be obedient to you, Lord, that time becomes less, Jesus. We see the process of your people going through the desert, Lord Jesus. We understand, Lord, that they brought a lot of Egypt with them, Father. But Lord, for some of us that were never in Egypt, it's time. We're so grateful, Lord, for what you do and what you show us and how you love us, Father. We ask, Lord, that you just bless this day, protect all my brothers and sisters, Lord, here. Let us always lead with love, Lord. Always lead with love. And I ask, Lord, if there is somebody here, Lord, that is in need of your healing, your fixing, Lord, of a broken heart, broken spirit, Lord, that they hear your voice saying, I'll meet you there. That they believe that you'll meet them there, Father. No matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, Lord, no matter the state of the person, Lord, you will meet them there. There is something precious, Lord, when we find you at the well. Even though we were ashamed to go to the well, if people would have seen us there, knowing our testimonies, you came there. And I thank you, Lord, for finding us. Let your spirit guide us, Lord, direct us, heal us, I ask, Father, that you also bless the food we're going to receive, Lord, the hands that made it, Lord. Continue to bless this ministry, Lord, the desire that Pastor had, the seed that he planted, Lord, that fruit is seen, Lord, here in this church, in the community that we live in, in our families, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything you do, Jesus. We ask this in your mighty and precious name. In the name of Jesus, amen.